You're listening to Endgame with Kyla Brettel and Rob Law, a podcast about our hearts and minds on climate change. Just come into my office in the middle of town to get a little bit organised because in a moment I'll be going downstairs to record an interview with Terry White and Neil Barrett, a couple of local men who have been very influential over the years in this shire for climate action and other environmental issues. Okay, Rob. Alrighty. Good work. We'll we'll start with the easy ones and um, I'll get you to say your name. Other people that we've spoken to for this have described you both as whether you like the title or not, climate action elders in the community. <laughs> Together, I suppose, you've got a, almost 100 years of, of you know, almost. perseverance in climate God, action. Almost, yeah. <laughs> How do you sort of not get too depressed about the fact that we're here in 2020 and the issue is still as relevant as it was back then? Yeah. These, these things go through cycles and it's part of the angst of growing older is that you can see this rise and fall in community understanding and preparedness to act, and then it recedes. But I would say that the majority of the community has always been favourable toward uh, renewable energy. Yeah, 70% figures have been showing up in surveys for a long time. But how much, uh, when you say to people how much you're prepared to spend to to make sure it goes through or how much you've prepared for taxes to go up, the answers are a little bit different. Do you have a hope or a vision for this Shire in another 20 years' time, what it might look like? The vision for, for here is that we will achieve um, zero net emissions by 2030. That's what we've got to do. I think this, this Shire will, will be almost wholly renewable much earlier than 2050 because you've got to think in the next few years there's going to be a few big wake-up calls happen. If we continue to get Mm. um, bushfire seasons like the last one, then there will come a time when there will be demand for Canberra to pull up their socks. You've both very involved in local initiatives or actions and I suppose there can be a sense of futility in the face of a, such a big problem but how do you see the, the importance of local actions in this Shire? Well I suppose uh, um, Terry what do you think? Yeah well I, I think it's all important local actions all important nose down, bum up you can work at a local problem and if you crack it, then there's a good potential that that will send a, a global ripple. Mm-hmm. It, it'll happen when every householder says, yep, I'm in. In other words, that, the, that the, the problem is owned. So it's not a consultancy group or a, a, a planning committee that suddenly you know, give us the answer. There, are no, there should be no bystanders. We won't get there. Do you see that, see that as a, a big challenge? Do you see this town is quite divided, or the Shire quite diverse in its... You know, will we, will we be able to get everyone on board? And Yeah, yeah. If we played, played the cards right, we would. And council here has generally been on side, but it hasn't been easy. There's, there's been strong opposition within the, the old right wing of Castlemaine to, uh, to oppose it. 
What's wonderful is that the human race can surprise you and when Greta Thunberg yeah. stands up and speaks the truth so beautifully clearly and unequivocally in high places then the real surge of, of, of hope I think and adrenaline renewed adrenaline Thousands of school students have staged protests around the country. The younger generation have had enough. Demanding greater political action on climate change. We want the government to publicly recognise climate change for the emergency that it is. It's a campaign that started with one teenager in Sweden. Her vigil caught the attention of Year 8 students from Castlemaine in Victoria who've been some of the drivers behind the national protest. And it's now grown to include 1.4 million angry and noisy students from 125 countries. But the kids are a major, major part of my, you know, mental yes. well-being. Yes, yes. Yeah, they are. I think that's the, the thing about... You're not putting hope in them. They just give you a bit of drive to... Yeah, especially that it started here in Castle Mains and the Australian mm. leg of it anyway, mm. um, which has probably got something to do with the work that was done here 15 to 20 years ago with getting the parents involved. How are we going? How are we going with new new tree plantings versus tree clearing? And figures there are pretty horrific, aren't they? I was feeling quite optimistic there. Until, until well, you I know you're on a roll, Terry, but the, the, the figures for tree clearing are just awful. How True. Do, how do they get away with it? True. They're allowed to, obviously. They're just like you're allowed to squeeze the life out of a river system. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this sound work. Co-produced for the Endgame Story site by myself, Kyla Brettel and Rob Law. To find out more about this show, the project, or to listen to more, go to our website, endgamepodcast.net.